What's going on, guys? Welcome to episode 17 of Calling All Craft Beer. I am Luke. I'm your host, and I just want to wish everybody out there a happy St. Paddy's Day. Um, this St. Paddy's Day is feeling good for me. I'm uh, actually sipping on a Liftbridge Brewing Company Irish Coffee Stout. This is a, uh, an, a sweet stout. It's not overly sweet like uh, some of the crazy milk stouts that are out there, but very, very enjoyable. This one's an 8% um, ABV 2018 version um, from Minnesota. A good buddy, uh, Ross Bennick from Craft Brew Junkies actually sent this out to me as a thank you for um, sending him out a huge bomb of Funky Buddha bombers. So I'm happy to be back. Um, it's definitely been a, uh, a crazy week, a crazy couple weeks. And as I sit here and sip on this a little too cold stout at the moment. I'm going to let this thing warm up a tad. But that is very, very good. Um, I can't wait for it to get a little warmer for some of those flavors to pop. But let's get right to it. So first things first, pretty cool thing for me. Um, I don't have... what's a, How can I put this? I have four tattoos, okay? Now... I kind of fell away from tattoos. I got, I was a, uh, got really into it when I turned 18 and I've got some pretty iconic pieces on my body. I have a tribal design with waves on it on my right upper arm. I have a panther on my left lower calf. And then I have a dragon sitting on top of a skull rock on my left upper arm and a Japanese symbol for strength on my back. But those of you that know anything about tattooing, um, the panther and the tribal piece I have on my arm are kind of traditional style tattoos and they're both done by actually done by Sailor Jerry up in um, Philadelphia which uh, is a very very iconic old school tattoo artist these were both done back in 1998 and um, were just you know super iconic pieces the panther I both I picked literally off of flashcards you know the um kind of old you walk into a tattoo studio and they have the flash hanging on the walls and you kind of you may go through the books but mine were both pick up those two were both picked off of the walls which was pretty cool and then my dragon on my left arm sitting on top of the skull rock was actually done by freddie corbin who's an iconic iconic like a legendary tattoo artist out of san francisco um actually learned from one of the best ed hardy like just a, a killer tattoo artist and I actually waited in line for four hours at the New York City International Tattoo Convention in 1999. And 98? I think it was 98. And I think it was the end of 98, soon to be 99. And uh, paid $400 to have this tattoo done at the show by Freddie Corbin. And um, let me tell you that for the first five years I had this tattoo, it was phenomenal. It was a conversation piece i mean people would walk up to me and see it and if i was in a tank top or something i'd be like dude that is amazing the um detail is just unbelievable like it's just so cool and it's a smaller the sad thing is i wish i would have got the tattoo bigger because being that it is a smaller piece um and i've gotten significantly larger over the years muscle wise and just you know growing as a human period the, uh, it kind of moved to an awkward position towards the front of my shoulder. It's not quite centered in the middle of my shoulder like it was, my upper arm like it was when I was younger. 
but and and kind of doing that it's skewed a little bit and it's definitely faded and what's crazy is that I don't go in the sun a lot you know I'm a fair-skinned guy I don't like sunburn so I have not exposed this thing to a ton of sun so it's not like it's and none of my tattoos have really been exposed to a ton of sun so none of them should really be faded from anything to do with sunlight or anything crazy like that but excuse me this one is seriously faded and I've actually considered either one reaching out to Freddie Corbin and potentially going out to Cali and having him do something to cover it up um, because I don't think it could be brought back to its original luster unfortunately Um, and if that doesn't work out then my only other option would be to have another artist cover it up which sucks because it's such an iconic piece I would love to have you know to be able to keep it but it's definitely getting to the point where I have to make a decision of what I want to do. Um, ah, that is so good. That is just getting better. There's some chocolate in there. That Irish coffee is just a uh, just a nice bite to it. I'm just um, I'm enjoying it. It's really really good. This is a phenomenal stout. And uh, Ross, buddy, I thank you so much. Just really enjoying this bad boy keep sipping on this here throughout the show and uh so i actually decided um not too long ago i was like you know what i'm gonna jump back in the on the wagon and i'm gonna go back and get myself another tattoo i'm actually gonna gonna get a sleeve so i decided to start working on my sleeve on my right arm and uh, i started with a reached out to a friend of my daughter, her father actually has a, ta- a, a real, you know, licensed tattoo studio in his home. Um, it's AZ Ink Tattoos is his name. The guy's name is Aaron. Awesome, awesome dude. You know, we've uh, hung out, spent some time together a couple times now. Genuine dude, very phenomenal artist. And I uh, went in and got a killer um, cross on my right forearm. It's actually made out of two spikes. Um, like the spikes that would have been used to go through um, Jesus's hands and feet, actually three spikes, sorry. And um, and then we did a kind of a metallic band around the front of my arm that has my favorite Bible verse on it, which is Philippians 4.13, which I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. So not to make this a biblical podcast or anything like that, it's just the tattoo. You know, we're not going to get any deeper into talking about that. I know I noticed on the uh, last podcast that had something to do with politics that I lost a ton of listeners and we were averaging a thousand to um averaging a thousand to eight, you know, eight twelve hundred to eighteen hundred some sometimes even more twenty five to three thousand but average was about twelve to eighteen hundred plays on an episode and last one didn't even hit a thousand so I'm sure that the political thing probably had something to do with it I'm sorry guys you know if anybody listened to the show and was offended look I, you know, my views are my views. You don't have to agree with me, but we can still be friends. We can still drink beer together and hang out. You know, we don't have to hate each other just because we have differing political views. And I hope that, you know, we can all kind of move on from that and enjoy some brews and, uh, and more podcasts going forward. So I think it's so good, man. And I'm, uh, super stoked because this is the beginning of, you know, like I said, this sleeve for me, and it's really going to be uh, just a killer, um, killer sleeve when it's all done. So I'm excited about that. That was a pretty cool deal for me. Um, we also got to visit a new pizza place. I don't know if I would call this place a new pizza place today. Um, 
went to Mod Pizza, which if any of you guys are not familiar with places like this, there's a Blaze Pizza, there's a Thousand Degrees or something like that it's called. There's a few of them. What's becoming crazily popular right now, just like these bowl places like Bole and Buddha Bowl and um, even Chipotle, you know, was kind of like the the originator of this whole deal where you walk up, you know, you, you pick a base, you pick what you want, everything, you know, you get your rice, you get your veggies, you get your or your your carbs, you know, your base, your veggies, your proteins, then you get some sauces on top, deals like that. Well, the pizza places are starting to, you know, really take light of that as well. And the first one that I was that I knew about was Blaze Pizza. Enjoyed it a lot. You know, it's kind of walk up. What crust do you want? They get the crust. What sauce do you want? You know, what cheese do you want? What bl- do you want a cheese blend? You know, what proteins do you want? What veggies do you want? <clears throat> kind of go through there, and then they throw it in the the pizza oven. They cook it up for you, and it's like a make your own pizza place. But the thing that I really liked about Mod Pizza, in comparison to some of these other ones, there's another one called Pieology we have around here local. Is Mod Pizza is extremely extremely affordable. Now, let me kind of explain to you, it was great. I enjoyed the living daylights out of it. Let me give you two reasons. Let me get another sip here. Ah, that's good. Two reasons that this place legitimately kicked ass, okay? First, their basic 11-inch pie, their mod pie, is $7.99. It's $8, and you can have whatever you want on it. You can pick you can have all the toppings, you can have one topping, you can have 10 toppings, six toppings, five toppings, it does not matter. It's $7.99 and you make it your way with anything you want. So any sauce, any topping, you can have every meat you've ever wanted in your life, every vegetable, it doesn't matter. Anything you choose to go on that pizza is $7.99, which is phenomenal because none of these other places have that. Then you go to the $10 one, which is their, I think it's called a Mega Mod, which is just a slightly thicker dough. It's more like a traditional, like, um, pizzeria-style pizza. It's not uh, quite as thin crust, but it's the same deal. $9.99, any toppings you want, anything you want, awesome. But let's let's get to the best part, okay? They have a few um, craft beers on tap. They actually had Funky Buddha Floridian, which is a hyphen-wisen which is an okay, you know, daily brew, you know, for for uh, anybody who likes a lighter beer. I'm not a fan of it because it has a little bit of a saffron flavor to it. Saffron's not my favorite, as I've mentioned in previous podcasts. So it's uh, not a big, not a big one for me. But they also had Hop Gun, which is one of my favorite IPAs from Funky Buddha. It's a shelfie for life. You can find it anywhere. They have it in bottles. They have it in cans. They've even got it in 12 packs now. You can find it all over the place. Most places that are in South Florida that are local and claim claim that they carry craft beer, typically will always have Hopgun um, on tap. It's like 7.7% ABV, you know, so it's a good, nice, hoppy, bitter, dry IPA, great taste, piney finish, clear, just a wonderful IPA. It's just a good all-around beer. And they also had um, Sola, which is a IPA from Concrete Beach, and they also had a, is it Concrete Beach? Yes, Concrete Beach. And they also had Freedom Tower, which is Freedom Tower, I believe, is a just a lager from uh, Copper Point. Or it might have been from the tank. I forget exactly which one it is, but I think it's Copper Point. And um, <clears throat> the cool part about this is, is that, dude, you can get a probably 12-ounce glass or cup, plastic cup of beer for five bucks or 
you can get a picture a pitcher of these craft beers for eleven seventy five. Eleven seventy five for a pitcher of craft beer. Now, most of us would probably think eleven seventy five, so it's probably a tiny pitcher. Or they probably put that big ice bag in the middle of it so that it doesn't really take as much beer. No, this was a full pitcher of beer. I drank two and a half cups out of it, and there was still half of a pitcher left. So we're talking a good, you know, five-serving pitcher for $11.75. So if we would have paid, if we would have bought five beers, it would have been 25 bucks. We got a pitcher for eleven seventy-five. I hope they don't catch on to this, and I can keep going back there as they put in, as they rotate in different seasonal beers, because at eleven seventy-five a pitcher, I think I found a new home. <laughs> so... Fantastic, And again, it's not like you're going to go there and you're going to find some crazy, although I will say that every once in a while, there's a, a place around here called the Pincho Factory that has like two or three craft beers as well. Very similar to like Mod, where they have like one small, you know, kegerator that they keep small kegs in and they have three, um, three taps. And every once in a while you walk in there and they will literally have something that will blow your mind. Like I've, I've walked in there one time and, and been like, what? Like, are you kidding me? Like, I think they had like moss hops from Concrete Beach one time, which if anybody knows anything about that, you know, it's like a 10% ABV double IPA, you know, just and and just randomly there. And they don't, the crazy thing is they don't change the prices. Their beers are like $4.75 for a beer. And no matter what they have on tap, it's $4.75. So some of those are gems and places to go to that you can pick up a really cool crap beer that you wouldn't typically find at a pizza place or something like that and like i said 11.75 for a pitcher i mean come on man we can't beat this so let's get into talking about some brews um i've had a couple i'm a little bit behind on my list because i've had some great ones um recently but let's start off with one that kind of uh eh, kind of bummed me out a little bit it wasn't it wasn't terrible it's a good all-around beer but it definitely i was expecting more from this one and that's cosmic journey from funky buddha this is their seasonal shelfie, I like to call them, which is, you know, it's a it's a 12-ounce can that they come out with, and uh, you can pretty much find it anywhere. I've actually seen it in Publix. I mean, it's they're all over the place. It's listed in untapped as 6% ABV, but the can says 5.5%. It's a hazy. It's supposed to be a tropical hazy IPA. Didn't get a whole lot of tropical anything from it. Um, it's hoppy. It's bitter. It has, like, a little bit of a sweetness on the backside to it. It has kind of an odd flavor profile to it that just doesn't do it for me it's not a bad beer but i was expecting more because when you think about like a lower abv hazy i was hoping for it to be juicier to have you know just some more flavor to it considering that a lot of the lower abv um ipas that i've had have been more flavorful and not all that's not always the case you know sometimes the higher abv ones are more flavorful as well depending on the hop profile and whatever but i just wasn't a huge fan it was just okay for me i rated a 3.25 on untapped i honestly don't think it, it even deserved that much i think i was being a little uh lenient because i'm such a fan of funky buddha in general mm. that thing is just getting better and better as it gets getting warmer and warmer I'm really, really enjoying this beer. So, Cosmic Journey. I would say it's super cheap. A six-pack is like $8.99, okay? You got nine bucks. You want a six-pack of decent beer, pick up some Cosmic Journey because you will enjoy it. It's not a bad beer. It's just if you're expecting... They made such a big deal about it that I was expecting, like, 
tropical, like pineapple flavor, mango. I was looking for just all these fruity flavors and this juiciness to come with it. And it just didn't deliver. So it just wasn't, you know, something I was super happy about. So then we move on to, I got my first delivery from Tavern. Now, the only, only, only complaint that I have about this, the way that they deliver these beers is phenomenal. The packaging is fantastic. Everything arrived, you know, undamaged, set up good. The cans were a little dinged up. I don't know if that's prior to packing or what, um, but they were in good condition. Everything, you know, they were in overall good condition. No issues there. The shipping time is a little outrageous. Um, it took 10 or 11 days for me to receive the beer from the day that it shipped. And, um, and it, and it did have to be signed for, which made it a little bit more difficult because I actually ended up having, normally we have packages delivered to one location where they're just safer for us if we're not home, um, because of our, where we live. And, but being that I was home, I went ahead and called the shipping company and had them re-deliver it the following day to my home address. And they brought it over here and I signed for it. It was good. But, um, overall good experience. You know, I mean, I, I think I, I spent, um, I want to say somewhere around 50 or $60 on some decent brews and then 1490 on shipping, which wasn't terrible. So we're talking about, you know, I think I probably around $70 and I ended up getting seven beers. Mm. So, so good. And it just keeps getting better. Um, I picked up two therapist double IPAs from Dust Bowl Brewing out in California I picked up two fresh one hop mosaics from Hubbard's Cave, another double IPA, and then I picked up two tropical and juicy um, double IPAs from the Hop Concept, and all three were in definitely enjoyable beers. I actually picked up a, um, oh man, The Sins of Our Father. It's an Imperial Stout that I haven't actually opened yet. That one's still in the fridge, so... I'll have to report back on that one next time. That's from Crooked Stave Brewing. So I'll definitely give you guys some insight into that. But let's start off with The Therapist. So this beer could not have a better name, okay? Because both days that I sat down and actually took the opportunity to enjoy this were days that I needed a therapy session with my beer. And that's honest truth. Stress level through the roof, frustrated. Just like, all right, it's time for a beer. Broke this bad boy out and... It is therapy in a can. Absolutely phenomenal. You know, this is an Imperial IPA. A lot of you guys will probably consider this to be a triples, 10.4% ABV. It's clear as can be. This is not a hazy. It is, you know, super citrusy, sweet, has a strong malty finish, which is absolutely fantastic for something that has this higher ABV. It is a little boozy on the back end, but just cascades over the, the, the taste buds. And you get uh, just a, a phenomenal flavor profile of pininess and malt. And it's just so, so good. I just genuinely enjoyed every sip of it. Rated this one a 4.25 on Untapped. Would definitely encourage you guys, if you have the opportunity, from what I understand, and this is not something that is a rarity. It is a common brew from Dust Bowl. So any of you are in the area, or if it just happens to pop up on Untapped or something like that again, Definitely give it a you know give it a chance, try it out. You will not be disappointed. Definitely a phenomenal brew. This is one of the, these were three that they that um, Taver put out and said all three needed to be drank uh, needed to be enjoyed um, fresh. So this one I think was only a couple months old when I got it. 
Um, Hubbard's Cave was the second one. Fresh one hop, mosaic IPA, double IPA, 8.5%. My favorite one of the bunch. So this thing was very, very similar to the body. The flavor profile was very, very similar to the Phoenix Tears that I got from 450 North. But it's not as strong. It's 8.5%. But this thing was super juicy. You know, it, it just had a an elegance to it that was like a a creaminess to the overall brew itself. Nice and hoppy. Had that phenomenal stone fruit flavor. Bitter on the back end, but it just had such a good balance. And it, that 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 creaminess, that mouthfeel. It wasn't quite as creamy as Phoenix Tears, but damn, was it close. And it was so, so phenomenally good. Um, This one, I rated 4.5 on Untapped, slightly higher than the the Therapist, but it was absolutely fantastic. And I would definitely encourage you guys, if you can get your hands on the One Hop Series, I actually ordered up a, um, a couple of version 24, which is coming next, which is actually a hop blend, but it's also, but it's the fresh series again. That one will be shipping out, excuse me, in the beginning of April. That's also coming from Tavern. Can't wait to get my hands on that because if it's anything like this one was, I will thoroughly enjoy it. I'm excited for that. The last one on that group was from the Hop Concept. It's called um, Tropical and Juicy. 8.5% double IPA. Tropical, hoppy, super fruity. Um, had a sweetness to it. This one was probably my least favorite of the three. I rated this one a 4.01 untapped. And the only, and I, I think I was disappointed by this one. Well, I shouldn't say disappointed because at 4.0, I wasn't disappointed. But I think I didn't rate it as high as I did because I had heard a lot of hype about this one. There are a couple groups online and stuff that were talking about this particular beer, just giving it rave reviews, talking about how great it was. So I think I had over expectations for it. So when I got it, it just kind of, I was just like, eh, it's good, but I expected more. And I think we all kind of go through that. Sometimes we get, you know, a beer that somebody talks up and is like, dude, this is the best beer on the planet. And then we get it and we're like, eh, it's okay. It's good. It was a very good beer, but it just wasn't, it didn't have, I was expecting a five, you know, like I was expecting this thing to like blow me away. And the fact that it was, wasn't quite there, it was still great, but it wasn't quite there. It just kind of disappointed me a tad on the overall uh, finish of the beer. And then I got two that I found local. Um, Destill Brewing um, had one called Haze of the Dead. Now, this one is a New England-style hazy IPA, 8.5%. It's a double. Um, 12-ounce can. I got this at Total Wine. I really enjoyed this beer. You know, I mean, this was a a nice, juicy, you know, hazy IPA. A uh, good, you know, good overall balance. Great flavor profile. It had a very nice um, aroma to it. And um, it was just an overall good beer. You know, I rated it a, a, 4 point, a 4.25 on Untapped. Super enjoyable. Would definitely pick those up again. I've actually seen that they have quite a few, so I'm going to go back and try to get my hands on some more. But that plays second fiddle to my favorite. Now, my favorite of all these beers, okay, we have a local brewery here in St. Petersburg, which is local to Florida, but not local to my particular area. St. Petersburg is about seven hours away. But, um... more northern Florida but anyway it's called Green Bench Brewing and I know that I've talked about their Sunshine City IPA one time before but this this one's actually called Skywalk 
And uh, it's a double hazy IPA, double dry hopped hazy IPA. The aroma, first of all, when I crack this can open, it's a it's an 8.2%, you know, double hazy IPA, double dry hopped. It's a 12 ounce can. And it's one of those ones that you look at this thing on the shelf and you would never think that this is like a phenomenal brew, you know. Nowadays, with the way that people are doing their labels and all the artwork and all the cans and, you know, I mean, it's just... You're looking, I mean, you, if you're anything like me or anybody else that's into craft beer, when you go to like your craft beer bottle shop or anything like that, you're looking for like a label that catches your eye. You're looking for something that reaches out to you. These remind me of like old industrial labels. You know, Green Bench has a way of doing their labels that just, they don't stand out. They're very like drab and dull. They're popping, the colors pop, you know, like the Sunshine City's orange. They have another one that I can't recall off the top of my head that's like a green color. Um, which is a single IPA. And then the Skywalk is like baby blue. Um, but it, you just look at the can and you're like, eh. And it was one of those, man, where I, I just looked at it and I was like, you know what? I got one more spot to fill in this. Do my, you know, buy my, uh, make your own six pack. I've never had that one before. I've actually never seen it before. And when I hopped on to untapped real quick to check it out, there were like 20 reviews on untapped because it was so new that they hadn't even really started getting out there yet. So um, and they all seemed to be good from the ones that I saw. So I was like, screw it. Let's give it a shot. So I bought it, brought it home. You know, you're talking $2.99 for a 12-ounce can in this uh, make-your-own six-pack from Total Wine. Get it home. Get it chilled. Phenomenal. Like, probably one of my favorite hazy IPAs, tropical-style IPAs that I've had in a long time. I mean, this thing is reminiscent of, like, Le Joux from... Um, Alarmist Brewing up in Chicago, but probably a little bit better. 8.2% ABV, like I said, and it's first things first is the double dry hopped. It, the aroma was phenomenal. As soon as I cracked the can, it was like in my nostrils and I was like, pardon me, I'm a little stuffed up still. Um, but I just gave that thing a sniff and I was like, wow, you know, the flavor, the, the aroma is just tropical you know pineapple mango like you just you you're like wafting it into your nose and you're like wow like this is i just feel like i'm drinking i feel like i'm about to drink like a a pina colada or mojito or something like that and it just has that very tropical smell tropical aroma Mm. excuse me there and uh god this is this irish coffee style is bringing it home for me so phenomenal brew, phenomenal flavor profile. I just, dude, I was so happy with it. So then you take a sip and it's just, I mean, juice in a, in a can, you know I mean? You get tons of tropical flavors. It has just a nice, smooth, a slight creamy mouthfeel, but the flavor is just amazing. I mean, you get, I got mango, I got... I got pineapple, I got peach there. I mean, there were so many flavors popping through with this thing that I just, it left me mouth-watered wanting more. And um, it actually hit a couple local places because my local Total Wine is about six or seven miles away, which isn't far, but it's far enough that it's not, you know, right down the road. And so I don't go there often. I go there, you know, once in a blue moon or something, if I, if it's a necessity or something that I need, but I have an ABC within a mile of my house. I have, you know, a couple of Publixes right around here. 
And ABC just recently had a lot of green bench stuff. They had Sun, Sunshine City. They had the other green IPA that I can't recall off the top of my head. So I went there, you know, hoping that they would have some Skywalk or something. And sadly, this one right here is actually in the process of being remodeled. They're adding a crowler and a growler station, which I think I mentioned one time before. And um, so their craft beer selection is like in the gutter. They don't have anything right now. They have some of the new Funky Buddha stuff. That's actually where I picked up the Cosmic Journey. And um, the funny story with that, too, is actually Cosmic Journey I purchased with some other stuff. And when I got up to the counter... Um, I don't know if it was so new that it wasn't in the system yet or what, but I know for a fact that the cashier scanned it and I left, paid my bill, walked out, left and I got in the car and I'm driving home and I'm sitting there and I'm going, wait a minute. I'm like, that beer was $8.99. Like, why did I only just pay like $5? Like, what was that? And I look at my receipt and they actually didn't charge me for the cosmic journey. So following day, I went back and I know one of the managers there really, really well. And I walked in, his name's Bill. And I was like, Bill, I was like, do me a favor. And he's like, sure, what's up? He's, I was like, can you ring me up for a, a six-pack of Cosmic Journey from Funky Buddha? And he's like, yeah, why? He's like, go grab it. And I'm like, no, no, no. I was like, I actually came in yesterday and bought it, and it didn't scan. It didn't didn't show up on a receipt, and I didn't realize it until I walked out because I wasn't really paying attention to what I was paying for. And he's like, oh, man, that's so awesome of you. You know, you don't have to do that. And I was like, nah, man, I don't steal. Like, that's not my thing. I'm like, so please, you know, go get it and and, and uh, go, you know, ring me up for one. I'll bring it up. And I got up there and um, the, the general manager of the store was actually behind the counter and they were talking. Forgive me for stopping right in the middle of my story. Needed another sip. So they were talking and he's like, Nah, man, you don't have to pay for that. And I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> I'm like, I do. Like, I don't take free stuff. And he's like, no, man, no. He's like, listen, it's not your fault. They didn't load it into the system. And I was like, that doesn't mean anything because it wasn't in the system. He's like, no, but you don't understand. Like, still, right now, it's not in the system. Like, I can't scan it. And Bill scans the six-pack that I brought up there, and it didn't scan. And he's like, don't worry about it. You know, if you, you know, you want, remind us, you know, next time you come in and we'll charge you for it or whatever, or, you know, or maybe we'll just, you know, we'll charge you, we'll put it in the system, but we'll discount it and, you know, whatever else you buy. And I was just like, all right. I mean, I appreciate it. I tried. I did my best, but I ended up getting a free six pack of Cosmic Journey. So it is what it is. And next time I go back, I'm definitely going to make an attempt to pay for it again, because that's not my thing. I definitely don't like taking brew from people. Um, but I wanted to also give an update on some packages I got going out. So Andrew, my good buddy um, from up in Chicago, who's been hitting me up, I have a killer bomb getting ready to go out for him, just finalizing a few things and making sure that I have everything I need for that to go out because I want to make sure I get a couple of really cool brews for him that I've been kind of waiting on and hoping for these to drop. So Andrew, if you're listening to this, it's coming, brother. I will notify you as soon as I ship it out. And there's another gentleman, Craft Beer, um, who won my giveaway and actually was one of the packages that I received back that was smashed and damaged. I simply just have not had the time to put another package together and go. Work has been crazy, and I promise you that I will get it out this week because it's got to get taken care of, and i got to get that back out to you. So I apologize for that time that you guys have waited for those. And uh, it's frustrating to me having you know to have to replace 
you know, beers that were damaged or destroyed. And that wasn't the case with Andrew. Andrew's just been super, super cool with me. Let me take my time to really build him the perfect bomb because he sent me out a phenomenal one that I was not expecting. And I just want to make sure that I overdo the favor in return, make sure that he gets some phenomenal brews that he can enjoy. The last one I sent him, he he enjoyed, um, was it? No, the first one that I sent him, I'm I'm bummed about because I actually sent him one of my um, Mariana Trenches from Due South. It was a 2016 version and it had turned and it really frustrated me. It was oxidized and that really pissed me off because that was one that I was holding and that it took, it was my last one and I, and I sent it to him because I wanted him to try it. And when he told me that it just totally broke my heart because we're talking about a really good beer. You know, one of the, one of the beers is labeled like, you know, one of the best beers in the United States. And he wasn't even able to enjoy it because it was oxidized and the bottle had actually like come open a little bit in shipping. So I don't know if it's something happened with the shipping or what, and that's why it oxidized or what the deal was. But at the end of the day, it was just frustrating. So I want to make sure that he gets a killer bomb and uh we get him taken care of and then i got something working on the side for my good buddy drew out there and i know you're listening drew so um despite you having told me that if we uh you either make it to florida and we get together i make it out to cali i still want to send you something brother because i appreciate how much you've done for me and this guy's sent me at least three bombs already that i just wasn't even expecting and i'm forever grateful for great people that are part of the craft beer community so i appreciate you guys I hope you were all safe and had a really good time for your St. Patrick's Day. Even those of you out there that are not Irish and just lied and wore green so you didn't get pinched and you could drink green beer. I still love you. It's all good. Let's enjoy crafts together. Hug each other. Tell your family that you love them. And we'll see you next time. Until then. Later. Later.